Hi, I'm Daniel Fuller from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about walking in the truth. I was just reading the other day through the books of John, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, and he repeats this phrase often. He calls it walking in the light, walking in love, or walking in the truth. He says he rejoiced greatly to find out the children were walking in the truth. And I think these are one and the same, to walk in the light, to walk in love, to walk in the truth. I believe they're all one and the same. I believe it's to walk in God's kingdom and to walk in God's way of doing things. And we've been doing some examination of ourselves lately, really putting a focus on that before our times of communion. And a lot of it we've talked about examining what ways are we walking in the light? What ways are we walking in the truth? Versus the times where maybe our buttons get pushed and we're we're not doing those things. And so we're going to be taking communion over this today, asking God to help us to understand how to walk in the light, how to walk in the truth, how to walk in love, and to walk in it consistently. But let's get started with prayer. And then we'll go through our filters for today and we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities and make the most of them. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These are short phrases that I write at the top of my journal every night as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God and as a way to filter my decision making, to keep things top of mind. And I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, has started about 10 years ago. 
when Proverbs 13, 22 changed the course of my life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. To pass on to future generations one day. But when I got started, I didn't know where to start. And so I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. He began to show up. He began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me a whole new way to live. Where we walk in the light, we walk in the truth. We learn how to rest and trust in him to do things his way. But I wavered in this for a little while. I had to learn how to walk this out. And I'm still learning. I went through some struggles at times. And I just began to document what I was going through, the things that I was learning. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints that we have now called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to take these blueprints and to build abundant life training centers all over the world that are executing these blueprints with thriving communities of people working together in unity. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God promised the people he's going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ with all these promises, the promised land, and all the promises in Christ are yes and amen. And this year, God's been teaching us how to walk in those promises, to possess them and to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. Imagine the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of the issues and problems, and we could fill that up basket up with venting and complaining and pouting. Or we could turn around, we could cast those cares into that basket, leave them over there, and we can turn around and we can start filling up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is, that he's our healer, he's our provider, he's more than enough. He's the God of all peace, the God of all hope, the God of all grace, the God of all comfort. He's the God of order, he's the Lord Almighty, he's the Lord of the heavenly host, nothing's impossible for him. And we can start praising him for all the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever problem we threw into that basket, he's got a promise for us. If we'll believe it and we'll rest and we'll trust in it, we're going to start walking in those promises. We could fill up that basket of praise for all that God has already done in our lives. Because if he did it before, he'll do it again. And then this month in December of 2022, our message has been, our focus has been the path's beyond tracing out. In Romans chapter 11, it says that God's paths are beyond tracing out. He's got a path for our life. We've been asking God for our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, to help us to lay out the path and the milestones along that path, to keep us encouraged, to keep us on that path. I think we all have a slightly different path, but there are some, some commonalities, some common milestones along that path. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, our filter has been, it's about change. Think of the yearly cycle like a circle of a year, like a 360-degree view of God, who he is, and all that he's done for us in Christ. And this time of year, as we go into November and December, it's often a time of major transitions. God's shifting the pieces around. He's moving things around. He's trying to bring us to the next level. But that's going to require some change on our part. It's going to require some, some new patterns, some new habits, some different ways of doing things. It's going to require us walking in the light, walking in the truth at a higher level. 
And there might be the tendency to fall back into some old patterns. That's where we got to learn to recognize those. And then today we're talking about walking in the truth. Let's take a look at the scripture. This second John verse four it says, I rejoiced greatly to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as we were commanded by the father. So Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today to help us to understand how to walk in the truth, to know how to do it, and to help us to walk in the truth, to walk in the light, to walk in love consistently from this point on and just grow in it to new levels. Jesus said, as often as we do this, as often as we take communion, to remember him. The Apostle Paul says, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. As we take communion today, we're believing, we're receiving God's help with this. To know how to walk in the truth and to walk in it at higher and higher levels from this point on in our life. But it's also important we take it the right way. It's important that we examine ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11 says, So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. That's why so many of you are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we're judged in this way by the Lord, we're being disciplined so that we will not be finally condemned with the world. So let's take a moment to examine ourselves. Let's take a look at this first. Let's celebrate. What are the ways that we did walk in the light? What are the ways that we did walk in love, that we walked in the truth? Think back over the last day. What are ways that you put God for God first? You were honest and transparent and truthful. You were present and full of the joy. You were walking in love, full of the fruit of the Spirit, kind and patient and gentle, always hoping, always trusting, always persevering, full of peace, kindness, goodness, self-control. You were gentle and patient. You were full of faith and belief and positivity. You took action by faith and you kept persevering. Maybe when you slipped up or others slipped up, you gave yourself or others grace rather than condemning them. You brought your best. You didn't just go through the motions, but you brought your best. You got into that flow state. You assume the best about people. Just take a moment to think back. What are some of the moments throughout the day, all throughout the day, every moment of the day? We're either walking in the light, we're either walking in the truth, or we're getting knocked out of position. Or we're not. And sometimes in life, our buttons get pushed. And it causes us to lose our position in the light. What are the symptoms of that? Number one, broken fellowship. You feel like there's a strain in the relationship with either God or with people. There's not peace in those relationships. One of the biggest cues. Maybe we're snapping at people. we got stress or frustration. We've got the heaviness and weight and pressure of the problems just sitting on us. Rather than letting them go, giving them over to God. 
Maybe we're lacking self-control or we're responding with harshness or anger, anger, feeling down or depressed. We're complaining, we're venting, we're being ungrateful. We're toiling away in our minds, stressing and worrying about things. Prioritizing money over people and stuff, or money and stuff over people. When other people miss it or they do something we don't like, maybe we snap at them, we retaliate, or we might give them the silent treatment. We might avoid them and just not talk to them. There's not that peace in the relationship. Maybe we're focused on lack, not enough time, not enough resources, not enough money, not enough whatever, rather than the promises of God. Maybe we're feeling unfulfilled, like something's missing. But the reality is in Christ, there's fullness in him. In the light, there's fullness. So just take a moment to think back over the last day. What are some ways... Some moments throughout the day where maybe those buttons got pushed. We lost our position in the light. And the good news is whatever buttons got pushed, those can all be reprogrammed. Those are buttons in our heart. And God is greater than our hearts. And so we're going to ask him to help us to reprogram those today. So how are we going to do it? We're going to start with forgiveness on three levels. Receiving forgiveness from God, forgiving ourselves, walking in forgiveness with other people. And so, Heavenly Father, we just thank you that we get to walk in the light as you are in the light. We thank you for the opportunity every day to walk in the light with you. And we ask you to forgive us of any times throughout the day where we lost our position for whatever reason. We forgive ourselves. We let those things go. We release those things. And if we need to go humble ourselves in a relationship to get peace in a relationship, we're going to take those steps. And Father, we thank you that what you put within us, what you planted on the inside of us, is more than enough to handle whatever comes at us and respond in a beautiful, graceful way, to keep walking in the light, to keep walking in the truth, to keep walking in love. And we're asking for your help. To help us to grow and to cultivate and to expand what you put on the inside of us. So when those buttons get pushed again, we just respond with beauty and grace and poise. Full of the fruit of the Spirit. Asking for your help with that today. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body. Broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all turned to our own ways, done things our own way. And God laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed, smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him in heavenly places. And communion is a celebration of our union with him. Being joined together as one with him. So, Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread.
Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with him. His blood washes us and cleanses us. We get to walk in the light today. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take your juice. All right, let's just do a quick checkup on our health and fitness today. How are we doing with our consistency? Are you showing up each day? Making your movements beautiful. Are you showing up each day with presence and grace? Learning how to rest and trust and to allow God to do that work through you. It's an opportunity for us to practice with, with that every day. To connect with him on a new level every day through our physical body. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center dot com.